Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to teach you my 11-step process to turn you into a fantastic relationship builder so you can get out there and network with anybody and build the relationships that are going to lead to the actions and the outcomes that you're hoping for. So it took me over five years to learn these 11 steps, but I am going to teach you how to do them in less than 10 minutes right here on this episode. So let's jump right in. The first step is to focus on quality over quantity. Way too many people passively network, which means that they go to meetups or they join communities or they do these actions hoping that somebody is going to help them. But hope marketing never, ever works out. If you want to win, you need to be intentional. And the internet has changed the game here. You literally have access to anyone in the world. So instead of crossing your fingers and hoping that somebody who can help you shows up at your feet, get super clear on five to 10 people who can have drastically disproportionate effects on your life and your specific goals. And that is who you want to focus on here. So in other words, instead of going 100 miles wide and one mile deep, go one mile wide and 100 miles deep with the people who really matter. The second step is to scrap what I call the me mindset. So this is the number one networking mistake. It is leading with your needs. So saying things like, can I pick your brain for 30 minutes? Can you pass along my resume? Can you tell me how you did X? Nobody has time to do those things for a stranger that they've never met before and know nothing about. So if you want to get in with these people, you need to use a new approach. And that approach needs to focus on them. Which brings me to my third step, which is that relationships are like bank accounts. If you want to make a withdrawal, you need to deposit capital before you do that. Now, we all have a checking account, right? And you know this to be a fact. If you want to withdraw $20 from your checking account, you need to have $20 that you've already deposited in that checking account. Otherwise, if you try to withdraw money that you don't have in the account, you're going to overdraft your account. The bank's going to charge you fees. And if you do it too frequently, the negative consequences build. That is exactly how relationships work. Let's say that the referral that you want costs you 20 social dollars. If you just try to make that withdrawal in the very first interaction, when you have no social capital deposited into this relationship, you are going to effectively overdraft your account within the confines of this relationship. So if you want to make this work, what you need to do is start submitting deposits in the form of value. And you need to keep doing that until you've made $20 worth of deposits before you ask for that referral that costs you the 20 social dollars. So the next question here in step number four is how the heck do I make deposits and what even are deposits? Well, deposits are forms of value adds to this person. You are basically trying to add value in some way to the person that you are hoping to build a relationship with. And that can take many forms. You can recognize somebody for something that they've done. So maybe they have created something or they have achieved something. Those are really, really powerful ways to add value to somebody because we all want to be recognized. You could also recognize them for a career transition. So if they made the jump from industry A to industry B, That is something that took a lot of work, and that's something to recognize as well. 
You could add new information to a shared interest. So if you know that you and this person have shared interests, shared hobbies, shared values, you could add new helpful information to those shared interests and you can build the relationship off the back of that. Or you could help the other person achieve a goal or make their life easier. You could take action on their behalf. You could do something proactively that's going to help them get closer to the goals they have or help make their life easier. So those are just a few examples, but these are the general buckets of how we might be able to add value to people. And when we add value, we make a deposit of social capital into the relationship, and then we just need to rinse and repeat. Now that you know the high-level buckets of how you can add value, we need to figure out how to do it specifically for your contact. And that's where step number five comes into play, which is to research the heck out of your contact. So I want you to read their LinkedIn profile from top to bottom. I want you to run a Google search for their name. I want you to check out their other social media profiles. And while you're doing all of this, I want you to look for connection clues, which are essentially these little clues, these bits of information that you may be able to leverage to add value to make those deposits. Once you've done your research, you can move to step number six, which is using what I call the 10 idea strategy. So what you're going to do is grab a pen and a blank sheet of paper. You're going to pull up all of the information you got on your contact when you did research on them, and you are going to come up with 10 ideas for ways that you could add value to them. Now, the number 10 is there for a reason. It's intentional. I don't want you to stop at three ideas or five ideas or even eight ideas. I want you to brainstorm 10 ideas. And the reason for that is because the first couple of ideas are going to be easy to come up with. They're stuff you've already thought about. They're obvious. And the thing about those ideas is that everybody else has thought about them too, and they typically don't work. Then the next set of ideas, ideas number four through seven, let's say, are a little bit harder. They require you to make a couple of different connections and think about things a little bit differently. And there could be some interesting supplemental ideas in here. But then you get to ideas eight through 10, and these really make you think. You've exhausted all of the obvious options. You've you've also exhausted all of the ones that only require a connection or two. Now you really have to get creative. You have to think outside of the box. You have to get crazy with your strategies. And this is typically where the most effective strategies come to light. But the other beauty of this strategy is once you brainstorm 10 ideas, not only do you have really creative and really effective ways to get in the door, but you also have 10 different options. So if option number one doesn't work, you can fall back to option number two. And if option number two doesn't work, you can fall back to option number three and so on and so forth. So the more shots that we have on goal with the relationship, the better our chances of making that connection and actually getting in with the person. So that's why I love the 10 ideas strategy. It gives you so much bang for your buck when it comes to building a relationship. The next step in this process is to take all of the ideas that you came up with in the 10 idea strategy and all of the research that you did and use it to create that engagement plan. So like I said, you have those 10 potential ways to connect. I want you to rank them based on two criteria. First, your chances of succeeding with this specific action and two, the ease of implementation. What you're going to get here is a list of prioritized actions that are focused on the highest chance of success and the easiest path to implementation. Now you have a plan of action. Step number eight is to go make contact. So take action on your number one idea. And if they engage with that idea, awesome, you are in. And now you can use the rest of your ideas to continue to build the relationship, to further it, to strengthen it, to turn that person into an advocate and make enough deposits to the point where you can ask for something great. And if they don't engage, if they don't reply, it's all good. Like I just said, you can fall back to idea number two and idea number three. 
So sales data actually tells us that most prospects take action after the third touch point. And the same is true here. The person that you're building a relationship with is busy. They have their own priorities. They have their own lives, their own goals. And so messages from strangers, even if they do include value, are not always seen. So don't give up after the first idea or the first action. Keep taking action two, three, four times. And if then they still don't engage with you, that's fine. You can move on to the next contact, but certainly don't give up after just trying once because that is not where the majority of actions are taken. You are going to be missing out on a lot of relationships if you just give up after that first instance. The ninth step here is to create a second brain. So this is basically a spreadsheet where you track all of your relationships. And if you've come across somebody who you can't help but thinking, wow, this person remembers everything about everyone. They know that person's family's names. They know this other person's trip that they just went on. They know this person's pet's names. And how do they know all this? Chances are they have a place where they're storing all that information. Most of us don't have the mental capacity to remember everything about dozens and dozens of different people. But if you supplement that with a spreadsheet or with a place where you keep notes on these folks, it becomes much, much easier. So that's exactly what we're gonna do here. I love using a spreadsheet because it works best for my needs. You can use whatever you want, but make sure that it has all of your contacts information, the date of your last contact with that person. So the date of your last engagement or conversation, whatever that might be. You wanna have notes from that last conversation and you wanna have general notes on the contact that update as you learn more about them. So I like to have those notes from my last conversation to say, hey, we specifically talked about X and they specifically mentioned Y. And then these general notes are more of like a biography about this person. So as I learn more information about them as a human being, their past, their present, where they live, what their goals are, et cetera, that's what's gonna go into those general notes, whereas the notes from the last convo are specific to the last conversation. And then every single time you're gonna reach out to them, all you need to do is reference this right before so that you are up to speed on what you talked about last time, what's going on in their life and who they are. So you don't forget you know, some of those names or you can drop some of those b- bits of information that are gonna really help you solidify this relationship. Then the 10th step is to make this a habit. So these great relationships are built in consistent layers. So every single day, you are going to jump into your second brain sheet and you're going to filter the date column by date of last outreach and who you haven't reached out to for the longest period of time. So basically, you want this to be in order of the person you reached out to last. And then at the very bottom of the list is the person you reached out to most recently. And what this is going to do is give you a list of the people that you haven't touched base with in the longest. So start with the person at the very top of that list and review your notes and engagement plan for that person, and then reach out, make that additional connection. And then rinse and repeat this every single day for the person at the very top of that column. And what's gonna happen here is that as you add to this list, you're gonna lengthen the cycle a little bit, which is actually good. Way too many people think that they have to be connecting every single week or even more frequently sometimes in order to build a relationship. But most great relationships in business are connecting once a month or every couple of weeks. So don't stress out about this. Instead, put people's names in this sheet. I recommend having your top 30 relationships that you wanna focus on in here so that if you go through this cycle, you're basically gonna be connecting with each person once per month, which is a really, really good cadence. And it's also very manageable for you as well. 
And the 11th and final step in this system is to compound the reciprocity. This is the last tip, but it's probably the most important tip. And that is to delay your ask as long as possible. Going back to our bank account analogy, if the thing that we want costs 20 social dollars, sure, we can wait till we make $20 worth of social deposits and then make the ask. And now we're basically breaking even, or we can wait until we have 40 social dollars deposited or 80 or 100. And now all of a sudden, the thing that we really, really wanted is actually relatively cheap because we've built up so much capital and goodwill with this other person. So the longer that you delay your ask, the more value that you're going to deposit in the relationship and the bigger the ask you can make, the larger the return you'll get. So if you put this at the core of your relationship building strategy, and then you focus and act on everything else we talked about in this podcast episode, you are going to become an expert relationship builder. And you are going to be able to look at somebody who you have no connection with. They're a total stranger. And you're going to be confident in your ability to go build a relationship with that person. And that's going to help you win more job interviews and offers. That's going to help you start more businesses. That's going to help you make more friends. That is going to allow you to achieve pretty much any goal that you want have. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of the podcast. 